The big question that every writer has is, how can I sell more books? Or if they're not published yet, it's how can I write books that sell? But when writers approach selling books from a numbers perspective, they're missing out on the amazing relationships they could be building with readers through their stories. It's impossible to write books that resonate with readers when you're writing for money, because money can't read. But shouldn't writers be able to make a living with their stories? Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. Okay, so uh, I wanted to talk about something that's been kind of like bothering me lately. So if you know anything about me, you know that um, my business partner and I, Maria Mudukalaki, we spent like three months writing this book called Write the Perfect Read the Fiction Edition and basically pouring out our hearts, all our storytelling experience, all our experience as readers because we're both crazy uh, into reading. (laughs) And we wrote this book and it's how to get readers into your story, like how to propel them from the beginning to the last page. And I keep seeing this like a complaint come up over and over and over again. It's the same one. And I thought, you know what? Excuse me. It's time to actually talk about it. So uh, the number one complaint for Write the Perfect Read the Fiction Edition, it uh, for the people who read it, say that they read it and they haven't learned anything new. And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. That's the whole point. (laughs) So the point is that like we collected all of these really important elements of storytelling. We made them as easy to understand as possible and we collected them all in the same place. So you only need one book when you're going through and trying to figure out how to connect better with readers. And, uh, you know, it's actually better if you use simple methods of storytelling to engage with your readers and (laughs) because that like you don't want this crazy convoluted story and simple is always better and it doesn't mean you can't add some flair right but these methods of storytelling haven't changed in hundreds of years and if you want to connect with readers you actually need to follow them and that's what I would say like if you're one of the people who have read write the perfect read and you're like Kristen, I was hoping that you would give me some new complicated way of storytelling to guarantee I can connect with my readers. I would say, you're missing the point. You're not getting it. The thing is, are you actually doing the simple things that Maria and I have suggested? Because if you're not, that's why you're not connecting with readers. That's why your stories are not penetrating into hearts. Okay, yeah, this information is not new, but if you're failing to implement any step of the process that we mention, then you're going to end up with readers who feel like you haven't connected with them. And that's why this the book is simple. And everyone's like, oh, this is a good book if you have never read anything about writing. No, actually, I think that we all need reminders 
of what the process is. And not only do we give you all the steps and all the, the services associated, but we give you a million examples. Okay, it's not literally a million. I'm being hyperbolic, which is a literary term, by the way. But you need to actually do the things we say in the book and practice doing them over and over again. Otherwise, uh, you're not going to be able to get someone to read all the way through your book. And the examples are things that not only can remind you of what you should be doing, they can inspire you of how to do the thing you've been wanting to do. And so like if you want to write um, a protagonist that's an anti-hero, we give you examples and we remind you, look, you can do this. Uh, for example, if you're writing an unlikable character, you can surround them with likable characters and the reader will buy into the being invested in that character. They will build a rapport a rapport with that character just based on the fact that the awesome people around that character care about them. And that's not a new trick. It's been used over and over and over again. But if you're writing an anti-hero, are you actually doing that in your story? I know it's not a new idea, but are you doing it? Are you following through? And I also want to encourage you that the fact that these ideas are simple, which they're meant to be, they're we've taken these complicated things of character setting and plot, and we've broken them down into their simplest parts because we want it to be easy for you. And the fact that it is a simple process is actually good news for you. It's not anything bad because that means that you can execute on it. That means that you can take these simple ideas, implement them fairly easily, and create a story that readers will be able to connect with and a story that they'll want as they go through. Your, as they're reading, they're going to want to finish. They're going to read all the way through, which is the goal of every storyteller, right? We want to tell the whole story, not just parts of it. And so, uh, you know, when people write in and they're like, there's nothing new in this book, that's actually kind of the point because you need to remember what it is that storytellers do. You need to remember what devices, what vessels do storytellers use so that you can use those things in your project. And like I was thinking today about, uh, flat character arts, because Travis, my husband, was joking with me about it. We were talking about uh, the Umbrella Academy, which I know I mentioned a few episodes ago, and I said, hey, uh, the Umbrella Academy is kind of good storytelling, but the really annoying thing about it is that the characters have really shallow arcs. And if you don't understand what that means, guess what? Write the perfect read, the fiction edition, breaks it down into simple words and it will help you understand what that means because listen a flat character arc can be really good flat characters include leslie nope and paddington bear they're characters that maintain the same perspective throughout the story but because of how they are who they are how they love how they invest all of the other characters around them change and have a dynamic or really steep character arc. And that's fun to read, and that's fun to write. But if you don't have a flat character, the character needs to have a dynamic character arc, because if they don't change, 
they're not also changing the people around them. And that's boring. That's not fun to read. That's not going to create an interesting story. And if you don't really understand that concept, even though you've heard it lots of times before, you don't know how to execute on it, on creating a dynamic character arc, then Write the Perfect Read will help you do that. And if you hire me for novel coaching or you hire Maria, uh, you know, we'll help you do those things. And they seem simple because they are. And that's why they're so magical and awesome. So that's the biggest complaint we get about Write the Perfect Read. I thought I would go ahead and address it and remind you that the idea that these I, that these concepts in the book are simple doesn't mean they're bad. And it doesn't mean you should avoid them. And if someone comes around and they're like, I have this super complicated way of making sure that every reader loves your book. First of all, they're lying. They're straight out lying. There's no way to guarantee that every reader will love your book. And that's why you have to understand who your target audience is, which there's a new bonus chapter in Write the Perfect Read, the fiction edition that explains that concept to you. Uh, and it also talks about tropes within genres, which is another thing that it's not so simple. Like you need someone to walk you through it. But then when you read it again, it, you're not like, this is not new information, so it's bad. That's not how it works. And if someone tells you that something really complicated is going to help you sell your book, I can pretty much guarantee you that it will not. Because complicated systems are difficult to reproduce. And if you're writing more than one book, you're not going to want to use a complicated system. You're going to want to use something that's simple that you can do over and over again with tested similar results. And that is what we teach you in Write the Perfect Read the Fiction Edition. And that's what we're going to teach you to do when you're writing nonfiction in Write the Perfect Read the Nonfiction Edition, which uh, is going to be an actual amazing book. I'm really excited about it. These are the same methods that I use to write nonfiction books like Write the Perfect Read. And like my other books, uh, You Aren't Worthless and You Can Do Better. And these principles will help you be able to build a rapport with your audience. And they're simple. They're repeatable. So you can write as many nonfiction books as you want. Or if you're working with Write the Perfect Read the Fiction Edition, you can write as many fiction books as you want. And they're always going to be consistently good. And isn't that something that you actually want instead of some complicated system that's going to promise you the moon and not be able to deliver? So I just want to remind you, simple does not equal bad. And if you want to understand how to create a good story every time, write the perfect read. The fiction edition is not new information, but it's the information you need and it's repeatable and it will help you make that connection that you need to make with your readers so that you can turn them into fans and into friends. All right, so that's all I have for you today. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, get into the next episode for the Self-Empathy for Writers series next time where we're going to talk about honesty. Remember, it's never too late to write the story of your heart. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram 
at kristin.n.spencer. And I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing. <laughs>